0: Sports Talk Chicago here with John Zagluel Great to have you all here with us. John Meadows directing and producing. We're live on all of our great affiliates, WKAN 105.5, The Ticket, ACTV, Jed TV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. If you missed any part of today's show, go back, find the podcast, sportstalkchicago.com, or any one of your favorite podcasting platforms. We're also live on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button on this video. We appreciate all of your support. What a great show today. Talk about the Bears. We're still going to talk about them, give you a a, uh, modified preview of how this game this weekend should go. Randy Mueller, segment one, former NFL GM, 2000 NFL Executive of the Year. I'm telling you, if you missed that segment, just go back and listen to that alone. Unbelievable insights from him about what the Bears should do, how the hiring process goes, what they should do in the draft. I mean, so much good stuff in there. So make sure you find that and uh, hang out with us there, too. So, the Bears take on the Arizona Cardinals this weekend. Sounds like a big, exciting, primetime, oh no, wait, a barn burner type of a game. Cardinals this year are in worse position than the Bears, actually. They're in really big trouble. 3 11 on the season. Jonathan Gannon in his first year. He's at a mishmash of quarterbacks, and they're stuck with the big, inflated, and undeserving contract that is Kyler Murray. So, Kyler Murray's going to be starting a quarterback this weekend. James Conner averaging three. Yeah, Five yards per carry, actually, he's been doing pretty good. Usually he's on the hook for 3.7 to 4, having a better season this year. What are the Bears going to do in that game, and how will they perform? I am, ironically enough, expecting a Bears win. I really think that they're going to be able to pull it off. I think that they're going to find a way to win this game, and I also think that people who watch them perhaps dominate are going to start the chance of Justin Fields and Matt Plus have to stay because they beat one of the worst teams in football. Nevertheless, I think the Bears are going to win this game. Uh, Arizona is just such a mediocre franchise, and they have so many issues, too. Last year, went through a big change. Got rid of Steve Keim after he took a leave of absence. He ended up getting fired. Fired their head coach, brought in Jonathan Gannon. Kyler Murray, uh, they're stuck with him, and he's had four touchdowns and four picks in five games. Talk about yikes. Their defense is one of the worst in football, as of this show. 31st out of 32nd. They give up 27 points per game. Their offense, though, is only averaging 18 and a half. <laughs> 25th in the league. The Bears, on the other hand, uh, middle of the road. Again, their, their rush defense is one of the tops in football, top five. But overall, their defense is 22nd. And in their offense is also 22nd for points averages. Justin Fields will be back at it for the Bears. 86 passer rating. 14 TDs, 8 picks in 10 games. Fields, actually, the team's leading rusher as well, 488 yards. I think he's going to have a good game, and I think that they are going to win this game. As far as the final score prediction goes, considering how bad the Cardinals' defense is, I think we're going to be in for a high-scoring and exciting game for the Bears overall. I'd to put a number on it today. I'd say Bears win this one 27-17. I think they're going to win this one 27-17. Um, I want to make this clear, though, because I already know what's going to happen. Let's not use a win against one of the worst teams in football to justify everybody deserving to stay. The Bears ending this season have a pretty easy-ish schedule. They got Arizona, they got the Packers coming up too still. Maybe they win those two games, maybe they end up winning seven games this year, which is a vast improvement over three. I just want to make sure that we don't have things cloud the reality. I want to take you back to 2020 for a second. Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. Mitch comes back in. The Bears go 5-1. and one. They beat a bunch of really bad teams. Remember the Jacksonville game? That one really stuck out to me. They lost in the playoffs to New Orleans, of course. And then Mitch Trubisky was cut loose. And some people were like, why? Well, they went 5-1. and one. Well, the Bears said at the time, again, it was Nagy and Pace, but they said at the time, well, he kind of faced bad competition down the stretch. The numbers were inflated. And he had to go. It's his fault. Then Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace were concurrently fired a year later. Point being, let's not have that happen again in 2023. If Justin Fields' season ended today, if, if the season in general ended today, Matt is too, Luke Gentzies, I think we all know where we'd stand. And I think we all know where the Bears would stand. I, I, would, I would hope, I would hope so at this point. Let's not let a win against Arizona, against one of the worst teams in football, cloud our judgment and cloud our perception if they do well great if they struggle that makes it looks even worse so they really they kind of have to win this game in terms of viability right and in terms of at least letting the narrative and the storyline continue because if they lost we'd have a big issue right they have to win in order to let everything go and move forward we know that i think they're going to play competitively but i don't want this competition to overshadow the truth of the situation. I want to read you a a byline here, too. Chicago Sun-Times, I believe this is Mark Potash, good friend of this show. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are a cautionary tale for the Bears. Uh Uh-oh, what? Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are a cautionary tale for the Bears. Well, what did the Cardinals do? Well, they paid Kyler Murray a ton of money, really wasn't deserving of it, now they're stuck with him. They're 3-11 with Kyler Murray. And they can't get rid of Kyler Murray. It's not like they could, oh, yeah, we got to trade him. We'll be fine. No, they chose to pay him a lot of money. They chose to keep him. And look what happened. So we're going to kind of see a mirror this weekend, too, of what could happen to the Bears. I'm not saying it will. It's not going to be that desperate. The Bears have a better team around fields than Arizona. But look at what happened to Arizona. They were competitive. They decided to give Murray this mega contract extension that even had uh, clauses in there about call of duty, how much he could play or not. That's pretty telling. (laughs) That's a red flag, right? They kept him around anyway. Because I guess he was their best choice. And now look where they're at. I'm not saying it's all on Murray, but, I mean, come on. Four touchdowns, four picks, five games. This guy's not as good as he once even was. And when he was good, he was 15th in football. was never a top-10 quarterback. And what about Justin Fields and the Bears? Right? Third year, 8 and 29 record, unimpressive numbers. What if they kept Justin Fields around, paid him $200 million, paid him $40, $50 million per year to be the starting quarterback of this team? What would we see? I'm not confident we would see 4,000 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, maybe an MVP consideration. I'm more confident we'll see the same old, same old, which is a highlight, real play every game, guaranteed maybe 1,000 rushing yards, 800 to 1,000 per year, but constant injuries, bad passing, and lack of wins. And at the end of the day, if you're a quarterback, it may not always be fair, but the fact is, you're going to be judged on wins. You're going to be judged on success. That's why everybody knocks on Brock Purdy, because he's on a great team and has amazing numbers, and they're just winning. But the fact is, he's still a winner. I'm never going to knock Brock Purdy, whether he's Mr. Irrelevant or not, because he wins! He does win. They win with them. Trey Lance didn't win with them. They are winning with Brock Purdy. So I can't knock him. But you can knock Justin Fields all day long if you're national or local media. You can. You have the opportunity to do so based on the record, based on the losses, based on the tumult, based on the fourth quarter fumbles, fourth quarter passer rating. You name it, there's something you could say. And until the Bears, Fields, Plus, etc., show us that they could win. Show us that they could do it consistently. Show us that they are a legitimate football team. That door is always going to be open to criticism and issues. Justin Fields is not an elite quarterback either. That's not controversial. I mean, you look at his numbers, you can't say he's an elite quarterback. We got people saying he's elite. So... I think all around this game is going to be interesting. It's going to be more interesting than, oh, yeah, the Bears are going to steamroll Arizona. No, there are going to be a lot of mini storylines that we're going to be able to look at and observe and see on Sunday. We're going to see a potential mirror with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, a cautionary tale, as Mark Potash wrote. We're going to see, I would hope, moderate success, but that shouldn't cloud our judgment. Maybe we'll see moderate failure, and that's really going to cloud our judgment. (laughs) It's the opposite of it. I think there are a lot of things that we could be looking forward to this weekend. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the game. We're going to have it live here on Sports Talk Chicago. So you want to make sure you hang out with us here on the um, video chat here on YouTube. It's going to be live for calling play by play and reacting to your comments and commentary. I just think that there's a lot that's going to be on the table. And moving forward, there will be in general. You only got three games left. So if you're one of those people who still supports Justin Fields, and if you do, so be it you got three games to justify your argument still. Because the fact is this, too. If you're still having to argue your position, that means it's not solidified or identified. If you're still having to make your case and say over and over again, this is why he should stay and you're going to die on that hill, that metaphorical hill, then that means that as of today, there's not enough evidence to justify him staying. Whether you like it or not, the louder you get, in terms of your argument, the more insecure you are about Justin Fields. You got three games left to prove to all of us, Justin does, and you Fields' lovers do, that he deserves to stay. So all these games are going to be scrutinized no matter what. And I read a report today that said, uh, from Jordan Schultz, that said uh, the Bears are still on a week-to-week basis on what they're going to do. I don't know if that's true, but let's say it is. Then every game's still going to matter. Two Eber Plus, two Fields to get seen to all of us. Because if it's still a week-by-week thing, that means that anything could happen. What if the Bears went out? You know what, What's going to happen there? So we have to follow this game, and we have to see how it goes, the rhythm, the tempo, the pace, how everything plays out. And then we're going to have to compare that over these last two games and look at the whole body of work when the end of the year comes and everybody evaluates what the Bears should do. I know the emphasis is going to be improvement we got to look from Game 1 to Game 17 and compare. The whole body of work has to be considered for Fields, for Eberplus, for Gatsby. Everything has to be put up and scrutinized. So even if the Bears win out these last three and they beat teams like the Cardinals, right? Well, we're not going to forget that Browns game. We're not going to forget the Lions game, the Broncos game, or last year. We're not going to forget any of that. Just because they went out against a few bad teams down the stretch, hey, that's exciting, great. Mm, No, everything's going to have to be on the table. I just hope the Bears and Ryan Poles chooses wisely and makes the correct decisions. And it all starts, or it continues this weekend. Ryan Poles said indirectly, it was a report on NFL Network, that the way they're going to be judging Justin Fields is, can this guy win us a Super Bowl? Because if he can, then there's no point in looking in the draft for another quarterback. Why would you? I, I wouldn't even advocate for it. If you know, I mean, if you have Jalen Hurts, right? Why are you gonna go look for another quarterback? Maybe a bad example is having a bad year, but Brock Purdy, Justin Herbert, right? If you uh, Pat Mahomes, if you have a good quarterback, there's no need to look around. The Bears have two top picks, and the question is, can Justin Fields win you a Super Bowl? Answer honestly. And here's an auxiliary or auxiliary question. Um, does Justin Fields deserve $200 million? I saw people today bemoaning that, well, he doesn't need to be paid that next year. No, but he's eventually going to have to be paid that if you want to really keep him long term. And why would you pass on two top quarterbacks, just stick with Fields and ride it out? That means you're going to have to keep him. Right, or we do this whole thing over again in year four, and then at the end of next year, cut him loose anyway. And then there are still going to be, be, be people crying about the fact that he's gone. So you'd rather rip off the band-aid now, especially when you could have a head coaching vacancy, and there are going to be a lot of coaches who want this position. And that's true. I've been reports saying that all year, that people are actually monitoring the Chicago situation. When's the last time somebody said, I actually want to coach the Bears. I actually want to be here. It's because Ryan Poles, to his credit, hasn't been perfect, but he's been good enough, in terms of making this an attractive destination. Oh, wow, we just got D.J. Moore. Oh, wow, Montez Sweat's turned out great, and we signed him to do an extension. Oh, look at our defense. It's gotten better. Our offense shows promise. If we got a quarterback and a good coach, and they can mesh, this team could win 10 games. And I think that's very true, if not even more, down the road. That's going to be the key. And that's going to be something that we're all going to be monitoring. So. Yeah, the Bears will win 27-17, but there are a lot of underlying things that we're going to have to be monitoring and looking forward to this week. And again, I advise all of you if you want to hang out with this great community. We had 4,000 people join us last week on our live stream here on YouTube. Uh, make sure you find us on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button and join us on Sunday for the game. We're going to be on at game time, live stream John Meadows directing and producing and myself. So you're going to want to tune in here for that. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's show. I want to shout out a big thank you to Randy Mueller for coming on and joining us. The 2000 NFL Executive of the Year, former NFL GM, John Meadows, directing and producing and all of you for tuning in. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Big thank you to all of our great affiliates to WKAN, 105.5, The Ticket, ACTV, GenTV, WJOB, and Cities, 92.9 Talk FM. Appreciative of all them for airing us every single week. A lot of Bears stuff coming. Keep it here. We tell you the truth. We try to at least keep it here to hear the truth about this team instead of fanalism, that's a new word, fanalism, embracing the airwaves all over the place. No spin here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. So long.